Welcome back. This is Hizzle Cleon on Jimmy Cloud. Who is your heart in a bed with? I will say it again. Who is your heart in a bed with? Who is your heart in a bed with? Now, the bed is a representation of your covenant and your marriage. Who are you sharing your heart with? Who are you sharing your mind with? Who is it that your mind is in a bed with? And as you define who is your mind and your heart in a bed with, then you know who you're sharing yourself with. The bed is a representation of your covenant and your marriage. Who are you married to in your heart? And who are you married to in your mind? You cannot be transformed if your mind is not renewed. Who are you sharing your mind with? You cannot have a new heart until God touches it and fills it again. Who are you sharing your heart with? I will leave that to you. Welcome back, guys. This is I Ken. Is on on Jim McLeod. Um, welcome back to another um, podcast series of um, Q and A's in um, session. Today we will be talking about um, who do you speak for, and how to identify who do you speak for, and how to. Rectify who do you speak for? First off, we want to start off by understanding who do you belong to. When you identify who you belong to, you will understand who do you speak for. When you identify where your heart belongs to, you will understand who do you speak for. When you understand where does your mind belong to, you will understand who do you speak for. When you speak for something or someone, remember your speech comes from your heart. You can only speak what's inside of your heart and your mind. Or else you have nothing to say. Whatsoever is in your heart and your mind, you will hear it out of your mouth. Whosoever is in your heart and in your mind, you will hear it out of your mouth. Whatsoever you have in your heart, you will hear it out of your mouth. So, the question before we started this session, who do you speak for? Whatsoever you have in your heart, in your mind, or should I say, whosoever your heart and mind belong to, that is who you are speaking for. No one is to be speaking through leadership that has been appointed by God, and even men that God has appointed. No one is to be speaking through them. 
except our God, except for our Lord and Savior, except for our Lord of hosts. Therefore, the leadership that God has appointed, their heart is to belong unto their Lord, so that the Lord may speak through them, and no one speaks through them. Leadership that doesn't have a pure, unadulterated word that comes from them can cause a problem in what they are responsible for. When a leader, or should I say leadership, words are pure and unadulterated, they fix problems. They don't cause problems. They fix the problem inside of the kingdom that they have been placed responsible to lead. No one is to be speaking through leadership or those who are appointed by leadership or those appointed to leadership are those who have been given leadership that has influence over people. This is what we call corruption. Corrupted. Leadership is not to be disrespected because it affects what they are leading. No leader is to be spoken through by any person through their mouth. This is what we call being used. They're not to be used by anyone, but by their Lord and Savior. And how do you know when you speak for a person, when you have them in your heart, and you speak, you sound like them, or you have their mentality? The heart of the leadership or the person is to be connected to the heart of the Father. That is the Lord, the heart of the Lord. Any person whose heart is connected to the heart of the Lord shall speak for the Lord, and they shall bring correction, they shall bring discipline, they shall bring righteousness, and they shall bring everything that was not working back into its working state when they do it for the Lord. But their mind and their heart shall be connected to him, surrender to him, that the spirit of him may sit in their heart and dwell in their heart and their mind. And God shall give them a new sound. And this sound that God shall give them is a new tone. It's almost like a microphone. Their voice changes to a microphone level. This is the inheritance that they walk in. So to conclude, who are you speaking for? Who is speaking through you? Who is giving you wisdom, knowledge, and understanding? Who is feeding you spiritually that you may reveal what is going on naturally by your speech? Identify who is speaking through you by who you belong to from your heart. Who does your mind and your heart belong to? As you identify that, then you will know who is using you or who is speaking through you or who is trying to sound like you or anything of that nature. 
Okay, guys, this is ICAM Israel Cleon Andre McLeod signing off on this teaching of who is speaking through you. You have a wonderful day. Bye now. Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back to Israel Cleon Andre McLeod podcast. We're touching on the topic of today, which is adultery. God says you will judge the adulterer and the fornicator. God is the judge of it. Our perfect God is the judge of it. How does it start? Where does it become? Where does it come from? How is it formed? Spirit, the number one cause of natural adultery is spiritual adultery. Once again, the number one cause of natural adultery is spiritual adultery. Um, the spirit that is within the temple. The question is what kind of spirit is in the temple when spiritual adultery takes place? Do they have the, the, the spirit of God or do they not have the spirit of God? The definition of adultery is when the heart of the husband or wife has a function for something else other than his or her husband and or his wife. When the heart is removed from the marital bed and was to have affection for anything else, it is classified as adultery. That's where it begins. It begins from the heart. When this begins from the heart, it affects the natural human body. And the person has the right to choose to follow that affection or not. But adultery starts from the heart. Now, spiritual adultery is in like manner. However, it involves the spirit. The Lord of hosts, which is the husband to the human temple as well, is the provider of the spirit. The provider of the spirit is also the husband to the human body. Understand, I gave you two ways of saying it. The spirit that he provides is also the husband. If your heart was to be used up by any other spirit, then the spirit he provides to you. And you were to give your heart up to something else other than that spirit that he has given you, which is the spirit of God. It is classified as spiritual adultery because the heart is not connected to the spirit that is provided by the husband. It is connected to somewhere else. If you are a believer who has covenant with him. Pay attention to what I'm saying here. Now the first level of offense of adultery is affection from the heart. The second level of offense 
is when the actual body engages in sexual intercourse with someone else other than the spouse in your flesh. This is classified as adultery. We talk on this topic to bring clarification, understanding, and the end of confusion that some individuals has been going to with their heart. Some has forgotten that their heart belonged to who they are married to, not who you are not married to. So this explanation is to end that confusion and to give them the insight of who to belong to by heart, mind, body, and soul. First and foremost, your body belongs to the Lord of hosts. Secondly, to whom you are married to. All right, my friends, this is ICAM Izokleon, Andre McLeod signing out. You guys have a wonderful day. Uh, please send a feedback uh, according to this recording of what you have um, questions about. You have a wonderful day. Bye now. Greetings, greetings, this is ICAM. Welcome back to um, my next session of this podcast. And I would like to talk about spiritual adultery. Spiritual adultery is the number one cause of natural adultery. How so? The spirit that is in you is the spirit that is using you. Watch this now. Um, The Holy Spirit is husband to the human body, to the temple. God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is God as well. That is husband unto your body. If there be another spirit that is not of that husband who is God to your body, watch this now, is classified as spiritual adultery. That's number one. Number two, your heart. If your heart does not have the spirit of God, which is the Holy Ghost, what spirit is inside that heart? If the heart does not surrender itself unto his husband or her husband, which is the Holy Spirit, what spirit is inside that heart? If there's no spirit that is present in there, what is influencing the heart to have affection towards another person? For those who are led by the Spirit are called as sons and daughters of God. The Holy Spirit is the husband. What has replaced that husband to the temple? Now 
Now, before um, before I get a little deeper into this spiritual dargy, and as I'm talking to you here, more wisdom and knowledge is coming onto me, and I'm processing the wisdom and knowledge that is coming onto me. So I had to pause for a second. Spiritual adultery is the number one cause of natural adultery. And the, the reason behind that, the, the, the human temple that is under any influence other than the Spirit of God is classified that they have been controlled and used and manipulated by that Spirit. God does not manipulate you. He doesn't put His Spirit in you to manipulate you. Manipulation is of the devil. That's not God. It is of the devil. God puts His Spirit inside of you to use you for His glory, not to manipulate you. For those who are led, to be led is to be prompted and to be willing and obedient. When you allow, you have the choice to allow. When you allow the Holy Spirit to use you, you are classified under His influence. Therefore, you are husband. What is a husband's job? To lead you, to guide you, to protect you, to provide for you, right? That is what the Holy Spirit does to you. He comforts you. He puts you on the right path of light. And he reveals to you and talks to you. Right? What God wants to reveal and talk to you about. By the Spirit of God. Spiritual adultery, guys. What is spiritual adultery? Well, let's, before we can even talk about spiritual adultery, let us define the word adultery. Adultery is where, as you are married, and your heart have affection for somebody else other than who you are married to. Pay attention to what I'm saying here. That's the, that's the first level of adultery. When your heart has affection for someone else other than your spouse. That's number one. Number two, the act of adultery is when there's an act that takes place between two human temples. After they have affection in their heart for each other, other than your spouse. And this act is normally affection or intercourse. That is an adult that is adultery. Now spiritual adultery is when you give your temple up to another spirit. Right? Other than the Holy Spirit, whom is your husband? Woe unto the rebellious children. Isaiah chapter 30, verse um, 1 or so. Yes, I think it's about 1 or so. Woe unto the rebellious children who seek counsel, but not of my spirit. Whatsoever counsel that the human devil seeks when they enter into another world, which is the spiritual one. If that counsel does not come from the Father, the Father's Spirit, which is the Holy Spirit, who are they seeking counsel from? Watch this now. I'm going to expose something to get your attention. 
heart mixture and heart sharing is not to be shared when you are not married unto the individual. Pay attention to what I'm saying here. When you go into a different world, which is a spiritual realm, and you seek counsel from another spirit that is not of God, God said in his word, woe be unto them. Woe means trouble. Wait, I'm revealing something here. If the Spirit of God is not in the heart and the mind, who are they mixing their heart and mind with that caused them to, to um, be caught in the act of spiritual adultery? If the temple does not want to go into the wrong thing, then it's under an influence of what? Righteousness. Pay attention. If the temple wants to go do the wrong thing, then the temple is under some form of influence that is what? what? Unrighteous. Can the Holy Spirit, whom is husband, that is God, lead your temple to go do the wrong thing? Holy Spirit doesn't produce unrighteousness. It produces righteousness. The fruit of the Spirit doesn't speak of unrighteousness. It is righteousness. Spiritual adultery is when your temple has been given up to another person, another spirit, other than the Holy Ghost other than the Lord of hosts, whom is thy husband. The number one cause of adultery is spiritual adultery. Check yourself, guys. Check yourself. Who am I under the influence of? Who is using me? Who is in me? Who does my heart belong to? Who does my mind belong to? Who? Who is using my mouth? Who does my mouth belong to? Spiritual adultery. That's what's been going on. Because their heart does not belong unto him. Therefore I, I say to you. Surrender your heart unto the Lord again. Okay. It's like I'm signing out. Bye. Greetings. <clears throat> Excuse me. Welcome back to my podcast. This is ICAM. Today we're going to talk about the power of agreement. We're going to continue from part one 
is teaching about the power of agreement. And we're going to do a recap on the power of agreement. This uh, teaching is very important to help one to understand how to um, how to prosper and how to be in the will of God. Let us recap about agreement. Agreement is consent between two parties, all three or four or five, or how many the case may be, in anything that they're agreeing to. And because they have consented in, in this agreement, there is no conflict of interest between the parties. Whereas there is a disagreement to cause the plan or whatsoever it is that they have agreed upon not to flourish or come to pass. Not only does this not hinder the plan from not um, flourishing, from flourishing, I say, to flourish. But the blessing that God wants to put in the agreement is not also hindered from coming into that agreement. Therefore, the power of agreement, to recap, the power of agreement is important to, to have consent to it, to agree, not to have opposition, not to have a difference in agreement. Opposition and difference in the agreement will cause hindrance in the full flourishment of the plan or whatsoever it is that you have agreed upon. When you agree together in any relationship, you are causing your relationship to flourish. If a relationship does not agree to have relationship with each other, then there is no relationship with each other because there's no agreement there. If there is no agreement to the leader to lead you, then you have disagreed with the leader to lead you and there's conflict of interest there because the leader is still the leader but you have not agreed to the leader's leadership neither have you submitted to the leader's leadership therefore there's a conflict of interest there it's called differences this is what causes division division is not of God it is of self the Spirit of God does not give to you division. The Spirit of God is unity and it brings peace where there is division. Not always is there peace. It's <coughs> excuse me. It's important to agree so that prosperity may flow. It's important to agree so that the business plan may flow. It's important to agree so that the, um, the will of God may be manifested in the life of the individual individuals who have agreed. 
when you go into a business or go into business your business will not flourish without agreement there must be agreement when you have business you cannot be in disagreement and you have business or your business won't flourish now to have disagreement with your business partners or your customers or or God himself you cannot be in disagreement with those vital people as well as your God and expect your business to flourish the way it's supposed to flourish it wouldn't work like that but let's come over to the next slide now the call of God whatsoever God has created you to do in life never disagree in what God has created you to do whatsoever gift or talent or ability that God has given you never disagree with what God has given you you become a star in your gift and your talent because it's what makes you different stand out it's important to agree with what God has created you to be and what he has called you to do don't disagree with God and become disobedient disagreeing with God is also a conflict of interest you disagree with God you disobey God you agree with God you obey God matter of fact when you obey God in agreement to what you've been created to do he blesses you he prospers you he prospers your relationships he blesses you financially he gives to you wisdom knowledge and understanding like no other some folks will ask you why you're so smart it is going to do it he gives to you when you agree with God you are in his will many many folks keep hearing that what's this I mean keep hearing will the will of the father okay the will of the father is what he wants when you agree with God you make God smile upon you because that's what he wants anyone who pleases god gets blessed after him anyone who agrees with god gets blessed after him don't come outside of the will of the father where there's no protection where there's no security where there's no prosperity guys you may increase but you are not going to prosper the way God desire you to prosper you may gain but you're not going to prosper or gain the way God wants you to gain anytime there's a conflict of interest there are differences where division lies division is not of God God is about unity and peace 
where strife is developed there is division that's because of lack of agreement the power of agreement is very important in relationships in marriages in businesses in every single thing that has some form of foundation or organization if two humans are working together and they were to come to a a place of disagreement in what they are working on what they are working on will not be in flourishment or in completion in the same timing that they were completing their work it will either take longer or it will not even work at all no more you cannot be in a relationship and be in disagreement or the relationship won't work. The power of agreement is very important in your life when it comes to anything and everything, when it comes to priority. Okay, this is the Israel Cleon Andre McLeod signing out. Thank you for listening to this short teaching of the power of agreement part two. Stay tuned for part three. You guys have a wonderful night. Welcome back. Welcome back. This is Israel Cleon Andre McLeod. Welcome back to my podcast. I want to start off today's um, session with a sword with the word the written word spiritual things cannot be discerned by the natural man because it's foolishness unto them once again spiritual things cannot be discerned by a natural man because it is foolishness unto them the reason why I start off with that same scripture is because of the current conditions situation and the result of certain news that has been going on for time in certain places natural the natural men cannot discern what's going on spiritually because their life is not a reflection of pure worship it's a reflection of natural things Those who are in pure worship will always be spiritual because they listen and incline themselves to what the Spirit of God is saying. You cannot have pure worship and not be filled by the Spirit of God and and not be inclined to what the Spirit is saying, leading, and prompting you to do. Spiritual things cannot be discerned by a natural man because of their relationship with God and their prayer life. Those who have relationship with God will always be inclined to what the Spirit is saying or what God is saying. Natural people don't care about stuff like that. So their strife, their bad news, their woes, all is because of their lack of spiritual inclination. 
bad news doesn't come to those who are spiritually inclined and listen to what God is saying. Here goes a simplification. When you say yes to God, good news increases. When you say no to God, bad news increases. Those who have said no, they are not spiritual. They are natural. When you are under the influence of the Spirit, bad news does not increase in your life. When you are inclined to what the Spirit is saying, bad news does not increase in your life. So, the solution here, matter of fact, the conditions that are being going on in several places, in several individuals' life, why you see a consistency of bad news. They did not agree to God. They did not agree in what God said for their life. They did not incline themselves to what the Spirit says. The reason why I highlight spirit is because life is in the spirit, not death. You cannot obtain strife when you listen to what life is saying. For your life, life is the spirit. Spiritual things cannot be discerned by natural men because they are dead, not living. They are dead while they're living. So the strife and the woes and the bad news are in what is dead, not what is living. So the um, conclusion to this short understanding, I'm not going to keep you guys too long in this session and in this episode. This could be a whole 30 minute session, but I'm going to keep it short. Spiritual things cannot be discerned by the dead man, the natural man. When they are dead, they are not living. How can they obtain life? The Spirit gives life. The Spirit revives you. The Spirit changes you. So the revival comes when the Spirit comes. There is no revival without the Spirit. Therefore, spiritual things cannot be discerned by the natural dead man because it's foolishness unto him. All right, you guys have a wonderful day. I'm going to cut it short there. I'm not going to go too deep. This is a very broad topic. And we can talk for minutes, hours about this. But I'm just going to keep it short. Just so you can understand the conditions and the situations of life that many individuals are going through. And you can change your situation by the solution of this interpretation of the scripture under the influence of the spirit. This is not bad news. This is good news unto you. Okay, you guys have yourself a wonderful day. This is Israel Cleon, Andre McLeod, signing out. Bye now. Love you.
Thank you guys. Thank you guys for listening. This is Izzo on on German Club. Thank you guys for um, being with me in my podcast. Uh, thank you for um, your love and your support. If you would like to show some love and support uh, to hear some more of this great podcast and teaching, you can donate to paypal.me forward slash kingdom ministry int uh, paypal.me the reign of cleon cash.me uh, the reign of cleon and cash.me is cleon mcleod you can also um, meet me at venmo that's also another um, outlet that you can uh, show your love and your support for this new brand spanking new beginning that has become um, a new foundation in this uh in this earth thank you for in advance for your love and your support and i bless you in advance you have yourself a wonderful day